everyone, it's Todd Duncan. I wanted to make sure you were aware of a very special announcement. On July 22nd, we are bringing to the mortgage and real estate community a brand new global live stream entitled Irrefutable, the five principles of a high-performing mortgage and real estate practice. If you're a lender, we want you to invite your agents. If you're an agent, we want you to invite your lender. We're gonna spend four hours together and I am going to present for the first time ever these five principles. These principles are designed to level your business up, both from a sales standpoint, a marketing standpoint, an efficiency standpoint, and a cash flow standpoint. Most importantly, I'm gonna show you the secret weapon to guarantee a recession-proof business for the rest of your life. Come join us on July 22nd for Irrefutable, nine o'clock to one o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And thanks for watching and listening to the podcast. Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Good morning, welcome to Coaching Live. I am Corbin, I'm the divisional president for Todd Duncan Coaching, and I have with me Wayne Angelo, one of our certified coaches, actually one of our core coaches and our master level coaches. So good morning, Mr. Wayne. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I am well. I had my 35, uh, 35th anniversary yesterday. Oh, congratulations. I had some, had some snacks together last night, and uh, that was a great, great day. And this weather here is spectacular. Today's always a rough day for me. I have my golf league and then my poker game, so it's one of my favorite days of the week. Oh, fantastic. Well, congratulations on your wedding anniversary. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very That's much. Wonderful. Um, so before we get started, um, I wanted Wayne and I actually wanted to make sure that everybody knew. I mean, I love birthdays and I love celebrating birthdays, but this birthday is extra special because today is Todd Duncan's birthday. So Wayne and I wanted to be sure that we wish Todd a very, very happy birthday. We are so glad that you were born. And I know that I share this with thousands of people that feel the same way. So happy birthday, Todd. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Um, okay, so let's get let's get into us. Wayne, you know, for I know a lot of people already know you, and I obviously I know that your coaching members that you work with already know and respect you. But you know, can you tell us a little bit about about Wayne Angelo for a minute? I've been in the mortgage business about 35 years. Okay. Um, my focus is probably more on branch managing than it was back in the days when I was volume originator. Uh-huh. My, my numbers um, and when I was really cranking out a couple of years ago, between 30 and 40 loans a month. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that to have life balance. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do, you know, I'm probably somewhere around 9 million year to date. For me, that's comfortable. Um, uh-huh. I have a, a focus on life balance, which is really important to me. I'm a little older. I've been in the business a while. Uh-huh. Um, some of the blessings I have, Hope, are my branch, my, uh, my, uh, Assistant just retired after uh, 17 years with me, and I hired her granddaughter. But you look at my team, they've been together with me for almost a decade. Um, I'm very blessed to have some really good people I work with. The culture in my branch is one that I enjoy coming to every day. I just, I like what I do. I like the flexibility the mortgage business gives. Um, it's a stressful business, but yeah. it's okay. I'm, I'm blessed to have a great group of people that choose to work with me on a daily basis. I'm blessed by that. 
That's fantastic. That's awesome. You know, Wayne, I, I was talking to a client yesterday who's been in business um, for maybe, maybe not quite as long as you have, but for quite some time. And um, she was saying to me that, you know, they're going through this process right now of saying no to certain clients and um, saying no to business. And she says, you know, I promised myself a long time ago that I would never cherry pick, but here I am cherry picking. And I said, I think that after you've been in the business for 20 years and you've invested so much of yourself in building this business, I think we've earned the right to cherry pick, to cherry pick and not work with the clients that are high maintenance, not work with the clients that are rate shoppers, not work with the clients that, you know, that really, truly don't appreciate the relationship and what we bring and the value that we bring. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and it really plays in. I had a really humbling experience this morning. A client that I dealt with many years ago, you know, he asked us to do the math on looking at, you know, recasting their mortgage and what to do. And mm-hmm. and when they looked at me and said, you know, Wayne, we trust you. I, I looked at him and said, that's the most humbling thing you could say to me. Sure. You know, it's, it's so cool that that people come back and they send their friends and, and it's just mm-hmm. built, built about authentic, authentic discussions, heartfelt discussions. Uh-huh. I'm truly blessed. Um, and it really comes back down to the core of life, which is trust. Yes. Absolutely. That's beautiful, Wayne. I trust you. Thank you. I trust you too. I wouldn't be here. I know. That's so true. Um, so before we get started, Wayne has chosen a topic chose a topic that we really wanted to obviously obviously talk about today. But I also, you know, wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, Wayne, you have a lot of coaching members. I coach my directly myself as well. Mostly both of you, you and I mostly coach master level coaching members. What do you, what would you say is the number one or number two uh, key pain point right now with our coaching members? You know, the market's shifting a little bit. We're all aware of that. I mean, uh-huh. there's no inventory. So <clears throat> I got, I got a text before my coaching call this morning. And he said, my, my goal right now is to get closer and more connected with the realtors that I have mm-hmm. and to expand my realtor circle of influence. Right. So I think as the market shifts and we have to be a little more proactive, I think that that understanding how to do that and and so and the way to build your business. So this particular coaching member is doing about 15 loans a month, about 70% purchase. So I did the analytical and it's so he's doing about nine loans a month that are purchase loans. Mm-hmm. He's happy with that number. And I, you know, we talked about, you know, are you significantly working or staying in touch with the listing agent because you know you can you can go out and build new business and knock on doors the way we used to do it mm-hmm. but through the circle of cash flow the people involved in the transaction is your best spot so sure. really focusing on the behaviors i think the biggest challenge humans have and people inside our ecosystem have are great intentions get distracted get inconsistent and don't do the things that they know they want to do, the things they know they should do mm-hmm. to build their business and to keep the business that they have. As, as Todd always said, don't forget, your client is somebody else's prospect. Right. So I think the biggest challenge for people today is is staying consistent. That's where coaching steps in, to be honest, because, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about behaviors, non-negotiables, absolute things are going to do. And being held accountable to those things mm-hmm. um, are why people need coached to mm-hmm. make sure that they're doing what they want to do and not getting distracted yeah. uh, by the way the business will easily distract. And you get up, you get started, the day's over and you didn't do the things you plan to do. Right. And it's not because you don't want to. 
It's because you don't have focus. Right, right. You know, Wayne, that is <clears throat> spectacular. That is a gold mine. I mean, <clears throat> I think that that is, if, if, if you do nothing else but stay focused, say intent, intentional, execute, right? Um, that everything else will take care of itself. Would, would that be true? Yes, it, it will. I mean, if you, and we talked about it, he goes, yeah, when I'm done, I call the listing agent when we're done. I'm like, mm -hmm. how many times have you called him during the process? Have you introduced right. yourself out of the gate? You know, when it's done, he said, I call him and say, hey, can we schedule a lunch? And I'm like, why don't you send mm -hmm. him the 10 new golden rules of the customer experience? Send him the mm -hmm. book, add value. And I often go back in these coaching sessions to the, to the high trust selling cycle add value. Everything's an interview. You know, it's it's very interesting when, when I'm talking to a coaching member mm -hmm. and they're talking about their team and they're telling them what to do. I'm like, why don't you ask them, interview them, how they can improve, how they like this process. Almost everything in life comes back to a high trust interview. Yes, it does. It does, which is, you know, which is the top, which is our topic today that you chose for us, which is the, you know, law of the dress rehearsal, Practicing your lines elevates the level of your performance. And in today's business environment, we you know where our coaching members, as you, as you just said, Wayne, are, um, and everyone in this industry are now looking to go back to fundamentals, right? To build those referral partner relationships, to deepen those referral partner relationships. How would you say this law applies? Well, you know, it really comes into a lot. I mean, when I'm on a coaching call mm -hmm. with a member mm -hmm. and I, I role play with them, Mm -hmm. And what if a realtor says, what products do you have? We want to answer the question or what's your interest rate? People yes. go right to answering the question to selling yes. why they should use me, why I'm the best in the business, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry to put it that way. But <laughs> when somebody says, what products do you have? That leads me into a high trust interview. Mm -hmm. question. Uh huh. You know, yeah. like we all have the same products. We all kind of go to the same well for our money. But in your real estate practice, what products do you need? What, what's your client database look like? You know, what's, what's your focus? What kind of homes do you focus on? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And every question leads mm -hmm. to a question to understand the core behind the true question. I love Todd's response. What are your rates? The rate discussion is paramount. We will certainly get the rates, but before we talk about rates, mm -hmm. talk about the components that make up the mortgage strategy and what affects rates, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry to say it that way, but but people go out there and they're so quick to answer questions. Mm -hmm. And the answering a question is selling. You're not answering it straightforward. Mm -hmm. You're generally answering it in a way which wants to elevate them as I want to be your mortgage professional yeah. versus help me understand you. And scripting is important, not like a telemarketer where you script and you read from a from a script itself. Mm -hmm. But scripting is being prepared to turn every discussion every discussion mm -hmm. into a high trust interview. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that, you can learn about the people and what matters most to them and sure. what's a successful transition look like to them or transaction, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Now, how do they build their real estate business to deliver the best client experience? Right. You can learn about them. And if you learn about them, then you can learn about how to work with them to deliver an experience. And sometimes learning about them is I don't want to do business with them. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I've told the story before. I sat with one of the biggest realtors in my market. We're sitting down for lunch. We're in the conversation a few minutes. He said, I use Jane Doe at ABC title and use the real names. He said, because every once in a while, she hands me an envelope full of cash. Mm -hmm. 
I said, I'm not your guy. I'm, I'm yeah. not, it's not me. It's not going to happen. We can have lunch, but there's no sense talking business anymore. Right. So exactly. the interview helps you reveal, yeah. do you want to do business with these people? Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you do want to do business, how do you do business with them Yeah. as their business partner? Yeah. And then how do you follow up with them with the client database? Because if you're not following your client database and you're not staying in touch with the people that have trusted you, you're not going to be in business down the road because the, everything is becoming decentralized and, or excuse me, becoming centralized and national companies. Mm-hmm. The most important component of what we do is delivering an amazing experience, phenomenal communication, and then remembering those people so they remember us. Right, exactly. I totally, I absolutely agree. And we want to get a little bit more tactical. I mean, um, this is very high level. This conversation is very high level. Um, but it is, it is, you know, really important. Everybody's saying, yeah, 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 great. I, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm on, you know, how do I go about doing that? Right. What exactly do I do? What exactly do I say? And before we go there, Jennifer Krause, who's one of our coaching members had a question and she said, which I thought was really great. She says, how do you stay focused when you can take, when you take a break for a vacation. And one of the first things that I do with all of our coaching members, at least the coaching members that I coach directly, is my very first call is to tell them my goal is for you to go on vacation and leave your laptop at home. And there's always a a gasp and I can't do that. And that's impossible. And um, lo and behold, it does happen. It happens within the first 12 months of our working together. And, you know, and, and it's very, 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 very feasible. So I guess staying focused is not staying focused, Jennifer, when you're on vacation and to literally set your business up, make sure that you have the right support team to where you can go leave your laptop at home and really, truly enjoy your time with your family. I have a coaching member <clears throat> that I coach and he had gone to Chicago just recently to visit with family that he visits once or twice a year. So we took his children and his wife and his family. And I asked him how, you know, how the trip went. And he said, not well, he says it went great, except for I worked the entire time. You know, Faith, I can tell a direct story on that. My team mm-hmm. a few years ago bought my wife and I a four-day extended visit at the Hotel Hershey Spa. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I mean, this place is gorgeous. You know, Milton Hershey Hotel, gorgeous environment, spa. And I went into my voicemail and I said on my phone, I said, my wife and I are taking a disconnect four days. We will be unavailable. My assistant's name is Jack. Here's his phone number. If it's urgent, here's my mother's number. She knows how to reach us, but we're disconnecting and focusing on each other for a few days. And what was really interesting about, in hindsight, that experience was more people said to me, wow, we should do that. That was awesome. Thank you for that perspective, Wayne. And and I actually had more people respect the fact that I, I disconnected and got away with what was my priority list, my absolute. My wife is an absolute in my life. A realtor, they come and go, unfortunately. I mean, I have some great long-term relationships. Please don't take that wrong. But my wife is an absolute. So if we don't disconnect, then what are we focusing on? What's the most important things when I retire in a few years, you know, I'm going to still be with my wife, but, and she's forever for me. That was a commitment I made and and I made it so far. And so the most important component is to focus on the things that matter the most to the people. And, you know, I love Todd's book. He said, remember time blocking is not a to-do list. 
It's not prior. It's not focusing on your prioritize. It's prioritizing your, is prioritizing the things you want to do. Right. It's not scheduling your priorities, but prioritizing your price. Excuse me. It's not prioritizing your schedule, but scheduling your priorities. That's right. And if you don't make a weekly call one week and you do it when you get back, no one's going to be upset with that because they're not expecting it for most mortgage people anyway. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but I'm lucky that I have a long-term team. You know, mm-hmm. my assistant was with me 17 years. My assistant Jack and business partner, he's here, and I trust him. I trust I can go away. It doesn't mean I don't take two minutes and check in and say hi a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know, when we go to Hungary because my wife's Hungarian. I don't have a computer over there. I on mm-hmm. purpose don't have a yeah. computer. Oh, that's wonderful. I love I, that. I'll call once in a while and say, how are yeah. things going? Is there anything urgent? But if you don't disconnect, then life doesn't have the value that it should have, in my no, opinion. It's very, very true. And I think that that should always be a goal, you know, that along with cherry picking when you get to that place, right? So um, one of the biggest challenges, are, obviously, our coaching members have, or anybody in the industry, is learning how to master overcoming objections. And, you know, so the, 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 the objections that we hear are really pretty consistent and they're normally the same ones, but let's go through a few, you know, obviously in high trust selling, Todd teaches us that, op- that objections are not obstacles, they're opportunities to further advance a relationship and or a sale. So let's go through a couple and let's get a little tactical here, Wayne, and let's go through a few and share with us um, our, what your approach is or what we teach our coaching members an approach on overcoming objections. So let's do a realtor objection number one. And uh, the realtor says, I already have a lender partner that I refer all of my business to. How do you overcome that objection? Well, first I show respect. Yeah. I understand relationships are important and I respect the fact that you're loyal to your current lending partner. I do. And with my realtor partners that I work with, I have that same type of relationship. And I, and I understand that. And I respect that. And I, I'm not coming in here trying to tell you to dump relationships. I'm not that guy. But help me understand that relationship. What has taken you to the point where you have that strong relationship with that individual? Mm-hmm. And what is it that makes their relationship with you so strong? How do they help you support your business? Mm-hmm. And how do they help you grow the, uh, the connectivity and the customer experience. Mm-hmm. So I want to find out why they like that person. Mm-hmm. Is that person truly a partner or is that person just a vendor? Mm-hmm. And what is it about the way they do business? And you know, it's really funny. And I can lay this out years ago. I a realtor said that exact thing to me. I said, you know what? And her name was, it doesn't matter. I'll remember it. It'll come to me in a minute. I said, I respect that relationship. I said, I'm not trying to break it. You've known her a long time. Is there anything that, that person could do better? Mm-hmm. She said, well, yeah, actually, you know, sometimes she takes too long, you know, to get me my loan approvals. I said, yeah, but you still, that doesn't bother you. She goes, why do you say that? I said, because you still use her. Mm-hmm. I said, I mean, it never hurt. You never cost you any money. And then the light bulb went off and she realized that she lost a big transaction because that person didn't act quickly enough. It gave me an opportunity to explore that relationship and, and what it is she likes and dislikes about mm-hmm. that person. But and it, it, it's yeah. hard to break a relationship to faith. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, I do, Wayne. And the thing is, is I, I think that's one of the one of the myths or one of the perceptions that I think that we need to pay attention to is when we are calling on a or top producing refer a, a top producing real estate agent who has a very very robust business, closes 50, 100 units a year. 
nine times out of 10, we are not going to win that relationship immediately. It's not going to happen overnight. But what I, it's, what I call, it's what I call elephant hunting or what Todd Duncan right. used to call elephant hunting, right? right. And, um, but you also know that you know, if we nurture that relationship and keep That's adding right. value to that relationship over time, we will win it. And if it's a relationship, but what's really most important is what you were saying earlier, Wayne, and that was go, doing the high trust interview and finding out whether or not this is an agent you really want to pursue, right? And if I do want to pursue them, it, this is a marathon. It, it's I'm, I don't yeah. expect somebody's going to come in and take my relationships away overnight. But in a few years, I might retire. And if I do, that relationship might go a different direction. But I want to learn by asking questions of what they do with their current lending partner to deliver an amazing customer experience sure. because that yeah. question isn't asked. And the other person may never have asked that question about yeah. customer experience. And yeah. it's more important than anything. So what we call smoke screens, right? Oftentimes right. an agent will say that um, simply to make you go away. That's right? right. And I would say maybe eight times out of 10, you know, the agent, the loan officer does go away or doesn't, you know, doesn't continue to pursue that relationship. If you're, you know, obviously trained and coached in a high, you know, at high trust with Todd Duncan coaching, uh, nine, you know, those are the, you know, that, that 20% tile that is going to not go away. That's going to continue to add value to their business so that when the time comes that they do are looking for a new lender relationship, that they will be the first people that they call, you know, so the opportunity comes. I think the flaw is when somebody says that we want to try and tell somebody why, why they should use us. Mm-hmm. People want to go into the selling. Well, well, you might have a relationship, but I'm this and I'm that. And then it's about me, not about them. Right. I want to find out what it is about that relationship that they yes. like. Yes. So I can learn how to navigate that moving forward. So true, Wayne. I can't agree with you more. Absolutely. Um, so the conversation actually, as Todd says, it's an opportunity to further the relationship by, and you, you, you got very tactical with that and said, and this is how you do it. You start asking questions. That's right. You start asking questions, you know, that's, that's, you know, acknowledge. And then, you know, what is that, you know, relationship? It, what is that relationship to you? Why are you so loyal? How, what is, how do they serve you? Um, you know, what, you know, and that type of thing so that you can really start to, you know, continue to build that relationship and deepen, uh, deepen that relationship. So I absolutely I agree. agree with you. So let's do, a, let's do a second objection, which is a realtor objection. Um, and that is again, another smoke screen, but you know, we have, I have an in-house lender. And I respect that. And I understand that your company would like you to use the in-house lender. How do they serve you? Are you happy with the way they provide the service to you? Um, and why do you use them? Because truthfully, most in-house lenders are not that good. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've discovered, some are, but most aren't. Mm-hmm. And the in-house lender doesn't benefit the agent as much as it benefits the company. Mm-hmm. So my question is, you know, what is it about that in-house, in-house agent that you like? Sure. And most times, they're not going to have an answer to that question. Well, I use them because I'm told to use them. And then, and then I go into the question, okay, did they do a good job? Do you think they deliver? Mm-hmm. A great customer experience. And mm-hmm. I'll go back to Tony. Um, you know who Tony, when I talk about Tony sure. Markman. Yeah. Tony went back to to his clients and his, his best agent and asked her, you know, how they deliver the best experience. And this was 15 years in the relationship and it got deeper and deeper. But the point is, most in-houses aren't for the realtor's benefit. They're for the, the house's benefit. Mm-hmm. But I want to help them understand that, you know, for every client you serve, well, you should get one referral every three years. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that kind of return on investment? Uh-huh. And is your lending partner helping you build the relationship 
which builds the referrals, which is much more valuable than the small piece they might get from the in-house lending marketing or comp or whatever they do inside their real estate firm. But the goal is to deliver the experience that brings them referrals and trust trusted relationships, yes. not to give it to the in-house lender just because yes. the company wants them to. Right. Does that exactly. make sense? Yeah, it does. It does so much, Wayne. And I and I I, I learned through managing a lot of MSAs um, that you know if, if we were doing a tremendous job at managing an MSA, you know, within a real estate firm. Um, we were capturing maybe 25 or 35 percent of the overall business, you know, and I think that's what a lot of people forget is that real estate agents, while they might work, may work with a particular real estate firm, um, they're independent contractors, they're business owners. And um, so they're they're not sheep you know, by any means. And nine times out of 10, they're not using the in-house lender. You're and right. they want to have their own team. So again, you know, we don't want to, you know, walk away from that conversation, you know, but rather, as you're saying, ask, start asking more questions. Um, my favorite question when I heard, hear that objection was great. How's that working out for you? Yeah. You know, and, um, and they'll always say, well, actually, actually it's really not, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Yeah. I mean, I love it when, when I get a client that calls an in-house and That's calls right. me at the same time. Yeah. I mean, they call an in-house lender and within the first two minutes, they want to pull credit. Yeah. We talked a half an hour about strategies before we ever talked about credit. I won the deal because right. I'm not getting my business based upon the fact that I sit in a real estate office. Yeah. I'm getting my business because I deliver a great customer experience. Right. And when you sit in an office, unfortunately, because you, you're, you're basically the business is handed to you, mm-hmm. you don't have the same focus on customer experience. At least that's been the experience I've seen. For most in-house lenders mm-hmm. so you're right how's it working out for you how's it you know how how is the customer experience with the in-house lender working for you how how are they working with you to create the experience which gets you referrals sure yeah especially today hope because with the way the business is heading toward national companies discount realtors you know you know national mortgage companies if you don't build the relationships with the client mm-hmm. and it's only a commodity you're right. not going to be in business down the road Yeah, so true. So absolutely true. You know, one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about lately is obviously, you know, Todd just released a video um, and it's on YouTube for anybody who's interested. um, But he's did a discussion and literally walked you through the concept of cash flow concept of mining and leveraging your database. And um, if you haven't heard it, you know, I would I would not only listen to it, but I would also be bringing that to your entire team to have that conversation. And one of the things that he talked about with regard to that is, is that we are leaving money on the table. We're literally leaving money on the table by not contacting our database, by not staying in touch with them and not staying focused on that. So one of the things that I, you know, it's just a consistent question, Wayne, that comes up with me is, are you asking for referrals, right? Are you asking for your referrals? So we've started a campaign within the coaching division of coming up with some scripting. So Wayne, what is your favorite ask for the referral script? You know, it's interesting. And I might have be a little different, but I ask for referrals after I deliver an amazing customer experience. Okay. You know, so in other words, my, my task is to do a great job with the mortgage. Uh-huh. Twice a year, I send out a newsletter, um, not a newsletter, but a letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my letter is, being, is drafted now. It's going to go out to about 1,500 people. 
It doesn't talk about mortgage, but at the end of the letter, it always says, and I want to thank everybody for the referrals of their friends and family that they've entrusted sure. to me. Uh -huh. So I thank people for the referrals, but to ask for a referral is, is something that's earned by delivering a great experience. So I think the way Marty puts it is if I, you know, what can I do during the mortgage process to build your trust to where you can be comfortable referring your friends and family to me? And right. I think that's a good approach. Yeah. But go to closing, be there, deliver great experience. The letter I sent twice a year, I people call me and actually tell me, Wayne, I don't have any business for you, but I love your letter. But even more so, Faith, I had some fun with a realtor group the other day. And I said, you know, how do you follow up on your prior customers? And then the guy's getting married. His fiance started laughing. Mm -hmm. She said, he stinks at it. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to give you two suggestions, just two simple suggestions. Mm -hmm. Call everybody on their birthday. Mm -hmm. Call everybody on their birthday. And I told a story that every year on my birthday, I get 400 Facebook wishes. Mm -hmm. But Dan Berger, that's his name, good friend. Every year he calls me and wishes me happy birthday. Who do I remember? Dan Berger. So it's amazing that he does that. And then do an annual review with your clients to make sure with, with house prices and values. But, but the way to get referrals is to stay in touch with the people that have been kind enough to hire you to serve them. Mm -hmm. Let them know you care. And, you know, always thank them for referrals of their yeah. friends and family. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's how I do it. I thank mm -hmm. them for the opportunity to be of service to their friends mm -hmm. and family, mm -hmm. which is kind of a roundabout way of asking for referrals. Mm -hmm. That's how I like to do it is by being humble and being thankful for the referrals that I do get. And then staying in touch with people so they don't forget me. Right. So, you know, you mentioned Marty Preston a minute ago and, you know, Marty's approach is, you know, for those of you who don't know Marty, who Marty Preston is, he is um, one of our elite members and his approach is from day one. My ultimate goal is to have you be a client for life. What would it take during this transaction for you to feel confident in referring me to your friends and families and colleagues? You know, so he kind of starts to drop, you know, plants that seed from day one. And then as you say, executes on, you know, executes on creating a world-class experience for that client so that ultimately the, that, that, that goal comes together. If you don't deliver the world-class experience, you don't deserve the referral. Right. <laughs> so, but letting people know you care, yeah. but most important, I think staying in touch with them sure. long-term. Yeah. You, know, you, you close alone, you move on. But if you stay in touch with them, what does Todd say? If you forget them, they'll forget you. Exactly. Don't forget them. Yeah. Treat them well. Treat them with respect. Do a great job. Yeah. And referrals will come. So exactly. Yeah. So for those of you that are listening or are listening later, if you're seeing your 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 pipelines diminishing and your closings diminishing and that type of thing, the best thing for you to do is to engage in this approach with leveraging and mining your database. And so if you haven't listened to the video, Todd tells you exactly what to do, why to do it, and how to do it. Um, so make sure you listen to the video. It's on YouTube. And um, for our coaching members, our coaches are coaching to it right now. So we're actually coming up with some very, very strategic uh, approaches uh, to actually maximize uh, maximize their business and, and mirror the, what they closed last year as well. So Wayne, we're coming to the end of our talk and we actually have come to the end of our talk, but I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball um, and ask you a question and ask you to complete this sentence. When it comes to success, what I know for sure is. 
is it's individual. Success is different things to different people. Yes. Some people, I realized a long time ago, hope that I'd never be the richest guy in town. So I got over that. <laughs> Success to me is great interpersonal relationships. Yes. Success to me is God and family as my priorities. Mm -hmm. Success to me is time with the people I love mm -hmm. with enough money to be able to enjoy that time. Yes. But when you ask that question, success is highly individual. Yes. And so that, that question has a thousand answers. Yes. But that's the point of the high trust interview is yeah, the success means exactly. different things to different people. Right. And I think the most important thing about that question is everybody watching this is defined for yourself. Thank you. What yes. success means. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that that was going to be my call to action for the call is that if you don't know what success means to you, you know, before between now and the end of the week, you know, decide on what that means. What does success look like to you? And to really get definitive about that. And I'd love to see some of that, you know, send send me an, you know, a post on, you know, Hi Todd Duncan today. Send me, you know, something on LinkedIn. I'd love to know what success means to you. So please do do that. So Wayne, we've come to the end of our of our conversation. Thank you so much. And thank you so much thank for you. everything that you bring. As a Todd Duncan coach, we are so grateful to have you and so grateful. I mean, I know you've had several of your coaching members on stage at Sales Mastery. I'm sure that you will continue to do so. And um, so thank you so much for being with us today. I love serving and this gives me a platform to serve and I'm grateful yeah. for it. Yes. Thank you, Wayne. So thank you everyone for joining us. Um, if you are not a coaching member, I highly encourage you and invite you to schedule a free coaching consultation with one of our coach consultants. Hear all things coaching, talk about your personal information. And good morning, Mr. Mike Lloyd. Um, Mike Lloyd is one of our coaching members. Loved hearing from him today. And um, so have a great week and thank you for joining us, everyone. Take care. Happy birthday, Todd. Happy birthday, Todd. Hey everyone, it's Todd Duncan. I wanted to make sure you were aware of a very special announcement. On July 22nd, we are bringing to the mortgage and real estate community a brand new global live stream entitled Irrefutable, the five principles of a high-performing mortgage and real estate practice. If you're a lender, we want you to invite your agents. If you're an agent, we want you to invite your lender. We're gonna spend four hours together and I am going to present for the first time ever these five principles. These principles are designed to level your business up, both from a sales standpoint, a marketing standpoint, an efficiency standpoint, and a cash flow standpoint. Most importantly, I'm gonna show you the secret weapon to guarantee a recession-proof business for the rest of your life. Come join us on July 22nd for Irrefutable, nine o'clock to one o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And thanks for watching and listening to the podcast.